0: you know, we can continue to be increasingly transparent with the public uh, and really just demonstrate what I believe is good management, good governance uh, in the city. Welcome to Kelowna Talks, where we explore the why behind the decisions that shape your city. Together, we open the curtain and dig deep into current issues, plans, and policies that come out of City Hall. Thanks for joining us as we talk about Kelowna and the topics that matter to you.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Bob Evans, Partnership Director at the City of Kelowna and host of our Kelowna Talks podcast. I acknowledge that our community is located on the traditional, ancestral, unceded territory of the Silks Okanagan people. We are talking today about big picture planning and what that looks like for us as a city. Where do we want to be as a city in 20 or 40 years? How do we get there? I think sometimes we're challenged to, to show residents what's being accomplished Outside our day-to-day things we do, like clearing snow, keeping arenas and pools running, providing safe drinking water, etc. One way the city maps its path forward is by creating a strategic plan. So, one way the city uh, maps its path forward is by creating strategic plans. Once there's a plan and specific actions listed, it's easier to measure and see if we're moving in the right direction. Joining us today is uh, Mr. Mike McGreer, our Corporate Strategy and Performance Manager. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Bob. Nice to be here. Yeah, glad to have you finally. So we usually start off by a little session on, uh, you know, tell us about yourself and what you like to do when you're not planning the future um, of our organization.
0: So what makes Mike McGreer tick? I've been in Kelowna for five years. I've had three and five-year-old boys at home. So lots of family time these days, which is uh, getting to be lots of fun right now as they evolve into these little humans. Um, You'll find me and us outside definitely active and uh, ski at the beach lots and... uh, well, it's outside a volunteer bit with the Canadian Mental Health Association uh, oh, nice. on the community nice. side. So a really yeah. good organization yeah. there.
1: Yeah. And what brought you to Kelowna? This job or where were uh, you before, Mike?
0: I was in Vancouver and New West. And uh, my wife grew up in the Okanagan, so we were looking for opportunities to come uh, come into the Okanagan. And then it was this job actually that brought me up. And uh, that was five years ago. It's been a really good, uh, yeah, really good to uh, raise a young family and great uh, great time to be with the organization too. Just lots happening in the city and from a city government side. So it's a fun place to be right now.
1: Well, we're definitely going to get into that. So um, now we know a little bit about you. Tell us about uh, what it is you do around the corporate strategy and performance. Uh, It sounds intimidating.
0: Uh, I always say it sounds vague. I have the vaguest job title in the city maybe, but uh, I think at the core um, really help the organization and then business units in the city answer a couple of really basic questions. And it gets more complicated underneath, but at our core, it's, you know, what are the plans or the intent for the future? And then, you know, what are the projects that you're working on and how are those projects going? They're going to get us there. And then ultimately, how do you know if we're getting there? And that's often where we come into things like the uh, reporting or performance measurement. So how do you know? Are we busy or are we actually making a difference? So have we done this very long as a city? And is this new? And what's,
1: you know, what's our history for strategic planning in the city? This isn't something new at the city.
0: We've done this. And I think this has been a strength of the city for a long time and definitely predates my time at the city. Right, right. Um, we are, I believe, really good long-term planners. That's just in our nature as cities because we have to work on these really long time horizons, right? Mm-hmm. So mm. it's now so it's a year or two years, been out 20 years for servicing plans. You think about big instra- infrastructure like airports and runways or wastewater treatment plants. So I think we've always done this. Um, where we're looking to be more, um, just continue to improve and build on those that come before us is just the, I'd say the rigor and the consistency that we do across the organization and then uh, really improving like the storytelling and that communication with the public as well. So that, uh, you know, we can continue to be increasingly transparent with the public uh, and really just demonstrate what I believe is good management, good governance uh, in the city. Well,
1: that's what I was gonna ask you, why? You know, why do we do this? Why do we, why do we go through this painful process of strategic
0: planning and, uh, and what's our intended outcome? When you think about why this work is important, um, at its core I think really about good governance it's about good management uh, discipline it's about really increasing the level of transparency with the public, our residents council and those internally as well One thing that really strikes me is that look like at uh, sometimes you see these things like a trust barometer so um, PR firms often will put mm-hmm, out sort of mm-hmm. a, some surveys and one thing that can cons- back consistently is like a decreasing level of trust in institutions and so this is one place that I think is um you know really, reinforces the value of the work that I think, and I think we'll see this, the need for this kind of, you know, Account- clear- accountability. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, increasing over time, not sure. less, right? And I sure. think we're all under, uh, you know, I think about myself as a resident in the city, we're all under increasing pressure. I think pressure on budgets and resource allocation will be again, increasingly under, even under scrutiny is not the right way, but definitely people want to see what's people the value. Know.
1: What's the value of their other tax dollars yeah. at work? Yeah. 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 One which knows. is understandable. I too am a taxpayer, so I, I want to know, Mike. Okay, imagine Kelowna is uh, is our overreaching long-term vision, uh, which was created by committee input. Uh, when we asked the the city of Kelowna public, general public, what they wanted Kelowna to look like in 20 and 40 years. So is it a challenge turning that vision into a reality?
0: So the interesting part about working for a city, again, is the long time horizons or maybe the range of time horizons that we have to work in. And so uh, other cities do this as well, put out sometimes it's a 100 year plan, sometimes it's a 40 year plan. It's the really big visionary, almost philosophical directions we want to take. We're saying, yes, we're going to place emphasis on this type of direction versus this. And then that helps guide those sort of plans or the projects that are coming in in shorter time horizons underneath that. So, you know, nesting within. Uh, something like a Imagine Kelowna, which is quite visionary, comes our official community plan. So that's really a more detailed 10 or 12 year look at how we do land use and development with the city that helps guide documents and thinking, I should say, around transportation, around servicing. So where do the pipes go on the ground? To what degree? So this is really sort of like work back and nested thinking. It gets increasingly detailed as we the time horizon gets shorter.
1: Well, and that's that was sort of one of mm-hmm. my questions is that we have these strategic plans and we're good at the city of creating plans. We have we have multiple plans, the official community plan you mentioned, transportation master plan, cultural plan, airport plan. We love our plans. So how do we stay focused on the bigger goals and objectives with these plans? And that's part of your job is the strategic side of that. So again, just to make sure these plans, you know, we put a lot of effort into them and I'm not downplaying them in any way, shape or form. It's super key to, to get these plans um, established and get public input and get us focused. And how do we, you know, monitor our success on these plans? And the, you know, the question, the ultimate question is, um, both as staff and the general public, we talked about the taxpayer and the taxpayer wanting to monitor our progress. Mm. How do you communicate that progress to both staff internally and the general public externally? What tools are available to you
0: to do that? What have you been utilizing? One Really useful tool we've been looking at to monitor our progress on plans and more generally what we said is important or acknowledge is important for residents, right? Because that's what it always comes back to. And so, one example that we started in 2019 was a public facing reporting on um, council priorities. And so, the format of this is where council articulated a number of priorities, and we have this annual cadence of putting out a public report to say, well, how specifically did we do on that? And what it shares is something like um, some data over time on a specific area. So maybe it's resident sense of safety, for example. Right. So we have data over time and we are really clear about how we measure that specific result, which provides clarity on that priority, right? So something like sense of safety in the community. And then some analysis from our subject matter expert says, um, helps people interpret what they're seeing because it's complex stuff. And so think about something like safety. So uh, answering questions like, well, um, why is this measure important or why is this important? Things like, how are we doing here? Are we trending in the right direction? What's within our scope of control as a city here? And um, What's the relative value of some of the work that we're doing? And then it was driving to, well, what's next, right? right so what right. did we learn mm-hmm. and how are we going to adjust or invest differently mm-hmm. um, to keep getting at the result? Or sometimes it helps clarify that, you know, we started here, we've learned, and we actually need to shift a little sure, bit in a yeah. defined result. Yeah.
1: And, and okay, so I'm going to, not let you off the hook that easily because mm-hmm. one of the questions I ask is how do we communicate that to the general public? Mm. Is there you know are we doing an annual report? Is it on our website? Like where does if somebody's listening to this podcast, you know where do they go? Where do they find this information so they understand a little bit more in depth than what we're talking about and how they can dig a little deeper?
0: So one good example is in our um, we have an annual progress report on council priorities. So if yeah. you Google um, that. It will, uh, it will come up. You can see a historical record over the past couple of years. So it's a, I think is a really um, accessible, approachable kind of reporting, you know, but we, we do a lot today and we have historically. So things like our annual um, budget document, when that comes Mm out, right, there's a slew of performance measures in there There's a lot of reporting on how we did. We do in various different formats, like annual updates on some of our major plans and strategies to get at that question of how we're doing. And we're continuing to refine how we communicate that to the public. So what we'll see you know, coming into 2023 is more of that interactive presentation. So taking it out of a PDF in a council report, that's a bit harder to access sometimes, unless right. you really know how to right. look for it, but really make this more approachable and really provide some context to help um, or continue to do provide context to help the public understand. And, and again, be really transparent about this and, uh, and uh, in our progress.
1: Well, it's a good to segue to my next question. Uh, we have a new council, a new mayor. And um, several new counselors in, inside of that council. How do we tie council priorities with our corporate priorities? And what's the process for each to set those priorities and then mesh them together?
0: So, in thinking about council and corporate priorities, um, I liken council priorities to if we were a company or a nonprofit really starts to articulate what's the services or an emphasis on some of the services that we want to achieve in the community, right? So in our context, that might be something like safety or transportation or vibrant neighborhoods, right? So starts to articulate what are resident's really going to see and feel. And every council does that a little bit differently. The corporate side of the house, and this is where my team's quite active as well, is really thinking about to deliver those types of services to the public. What do we need to have from an organizational capability side to be able to deliver that thing. So that's often things like our financial systems, do we have the right people in place and the training in place? Do we have the right, you know, processes are they efficient? Are we investing in our back end? So right now we're looking at things like digital transformation would be the, you know, the higher level term, but in practice that means like how can we make more of our services online, available online so residents can interact and do business the way they want with the city. Outside of regular business hours and have that level of service that we've come to expect from other organizations. So like that would be an example of right, right. Um, some of the, yeah, what we call corporate priorities, but right. making sure those are in, in lockstep.
1: Right. So it's just, it, it's a, uh, but that's part of your, I guess, testing and self-examination as we go through the year to make sure that our corporate action plan and priorities align with council priorities. Well, exactly. a fair it's, statement?
0: It's a big, I see yeah. it as a big team sport ultimately, right? Because we have to be clear about what's going to be important to residents and then can we deliver it, right? Because, right. you know, we see that in the environment we're in, there's higher turnover in organizations. And if you don't have the qualified people in the seat, mm-hmm. right, you can't open the door to the facility or you can't provide that level of service that you want to or make those shifts so that we have more services online. Right, so right. yeah, definitely a big, it's a, it's a team sport.
1: Okay, so we've done a lot of talking about uh, various documents and directions and the background work you're doing, Mike. Uh, again, I'm like the simple guy. I, w- I need to know where do I go to look? What am I going to see? Uh, how do I understand corporate uh, decision, corporate priority uh, making a little bit easier? Can you help me with that one, please?
0: Yeah, there's a few places you can look. So we're definitely digital. First, look uh, through the City of Kelowna website. If you Google something like Um, council priorities, city of Kelowna, there'll Mm -hmm. be some, uh, the annual reporting will come up. So you can see this again by priority area, see some data over time and some analysis, and it's really written for the public. So that would be uh, one place. Um, We are, as of the time of recording, we have a new council coming in. So some of this will take a little bit of time to unfold uh, into the future, but in the uh, first half of 2023, we are working with a couple of our internal teams to take um, what has been primarily a, and a PDF uh, level of reporting that can be sometimes hard to access and put it into a similar um, format and approach where it's a little bit more accessible, a little bit more interactive online. So start to see more of this um, public facing bundled reporting so you can go in as a residence over time we will be able to think, well, how do I want to see the progress? Is it by a council priority? Is it by a specific plan type? Is it by a theme? Uh, one thing that'll be coming in the front half of 2023, as well as a services dashboard. So if I mm-hmm. want to see how are we performing on some of our base uh, services? So, you know, examples and uh, would include things like around our fire service or around clean drinking water or snow removal. These okay, so I'm going to stop you there
1: though. Yes. You know, again, you're assuming people know what a dashboard is. Oh, thank you. I, I know what it is, but yeah. you know, tell, me what you. It,
0: tell me what, it, what, what, what does that look
1: like to somebody, uh, you know, a resident of Kelowna? Yeah, perfect. Um it's not the dash of my car.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, no, okay. Um, so we were looking for if I'm uh, a resident wanting to see um, see this information about how the city's doing. Yeah, and um, the uh, what we're building over time uh, is really more and more accessible information. So if you do something like Google City of Kelowna Council priorities, you'll see a very public facing uh, report online on the website that shows things like by priority area. Some uh, data over time to see a trend and some analysis.
1: So these are graphics, exactly. So like pie charts, bar charts, whatever easier things to understand. Exactly, like highly okay, visual. Good, we good, can good, click good. through okay. and interact. I like and then, highly visual, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly, right. Yeah. And I think it's uh, it's written at for public consumption for yeah. sure. And yeah. then uh, what we're building out over time is really doing that with more areas. So if uh, somebody's interested in how we're doing on a specific plan or maybe a theme, so mm-hmm. something like official community plan or. Land development, for example, is um, putting more of that content in a similar format on our website and then where it's interactive, more visual. And then we're also looking at something that uh, that shows more of our progress on our um, core services, right? So we do a lot there. Things that would be things like snow and ice removal or clean drinking water or first responder uh, services. These things that are really, we know are really important to residents and are really core of our businesses where we spend a lot of money. So we want to be, again, really transparent about um, how are we doing today?
1: Right, and you were mentioning that uh, what's coming in first quarter 2023.
0: Yeah, so definitely front half of uh, 2023, we'll see things like uh, official community plan, our transportation master plan, uh, and then uh, some suite of services, and I expect that all continue to unfold uh, over time. Okay,
1: we're probably coming towards the end of our time. Believe it or not, it's a pretty short, short timeframe here. And is there anything else that uh, you wanted to get across to our listeners
0: today that we haven't uh, we haven't talked about, Mike? maybe two things. Let me uh, I was going to run through a really simple example and I think I alluded to it earlier, but if we take it this kind of strategy and performance conversation is something that's in our personal lives for example is sometimes we use the example of if you wake up January 1st and you're thinking about your New Year New Year's resolution and you might say something like I want to get healthy this year. And that's really good intention, but you know, then you have to think about the well, make some choice here. Does that mean stop smoking, or does that mean lose 10 pounds, right? And so that's sort of that upfront strategy piece of we're saying yes intentionally to some things and saying no or putting less emphasis on something else because that'll drive what actions you take. So if we follow that example down, then I want to lose 10 pounds over the next year, right? That's a pretty clear choice. And then the actions I'm going to take probably look something like maybe eating a little bit less and exercising a little bit more. So that starts to get at the work you're doing and um, you can assess if you're doing that work. The other piece on the performance side is, well, at the end of the year, this one has a nice clean measurement. It's 10 pounds within a year. Getting clarity on that is really important. But one of the things we also look at is not just where do I want to be because you can't actively manage your weight during the year, but you can actively manage something like how many calories I've consumed each day or week and how many calories have I burned each week. And so it's this thing you can really actively manage day to day or Mm -hmm. week to week. Mm -hmm to get at that result. And so it's a pretty simple example, right? If you look through something like weight loss, but if you get look at something more complex like housing affordability or safety in the community or homelessness and social issues, right? We're part of a complex system. So defining what the result we want to get to can be a little tricky. So like on the safety side, does that mean resident sense of safety or does that mean safe from fires. Yeah. How do you define it? Yeah. Right. And that has really large implications for the body of work and how we invest um, as a city. So it's definitely, we're in a really complex space and I think that's what makes the work really fascinating, but it's also challenging, right? Uh, We started talking at the top of how do we define where we're going and how do we know? Sometimes it's a challenging exercise, but I'm really proud of the work that we've done as a city. I've seen a real commitment uh, in my time here. Both from councils and from our city administration to make this, you know, some um, something that's important. We've really invested in it. I think it's, you know, for those uh, people that are listening and they're interested, I'd definitely encourage you to go and have a look because I think that we do a we do a good job and there's definitely a commitment to uh, to keep getting better. No, I've noticed
1: that as well, and uh, I appreciate you talking about a difficult uh, a difficult topic. And again, it's it's. Um it, it's like a, a flying at a hundred thousand foot level sometimes. And uh, how do you uh, actually look at the ground at the same time? So um, I don't smoke and maybe just maybe I could lose 10 <laughs> pounds. So I thought you were staring a little too close at me, Mike, during that, that part of our talk, but I really appreciate your time today and uh, hopefully our listeners learn a lot more about strategic plans. Hey, my pleasure. And thanks for having okay, me. Okay. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Kelowna Talks. For more conversations about topics that matter in your community, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you liked what you heard, give us a five-star rating and review, and share Kelowna Talks with your friends and neighbours. For more information about this podcast and other big community conversations, visit Kelowna.ca slash community stories.